Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Everybody, this is Oilers Now. It's 105 in Edmonton. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Hugh Porter and the staff at Digitex want to wish you and yours, you and yours, all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. The province is back up and at them. River Cree Resort Casino back up and at them as well. Don't forget about the patio. Open 11 to 11, all ages. Biggest big screen in town, don't you know? You can text us, and boy, you're jumping in on the text line. On the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, providing winning results for over 35 years. Guests on the show receive certificates to Japanese Village. They're open with their four locations in Edmonton for in-dining experience. You can also do takeout, full details, jvedmonton.ca. Here we go. We head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline for Horse Racing Alberta every Tuesday and Friday on this show. And speaking of HRA, live thoroughbred racing is back on Fridays and Sundays at Century Mile. Limited spectator access right now, but you can always watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Post time tonight is 6.15. And uh, we are pleased to be joined on the line by Sportsnet Spec Mark Spector. Hello, Spec. How are you doing? Pretty good. I I was at a meeting, so I couldn't listen to the show, but I was getting texts that Elliot was uh, taking a, some fun at me uh, last segment. That's all no, nice not, to hear. Not, well, not, <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, it was about one of your tweets, the Dunville, oh. the Dunville and Dunville, and I'm like, you know how I like that, that tweet? Yeah, well, you know the funny thing is, Spec, if you're Gene Principe, you get away with that tweet. <laughs> Be, because, because everybody likes Gene Speck, but but yeah, but that's, that's where I go wrong. Eh? Well, hey, I'm right there with you. That's part of the deal. In fact, there's uh, people that, there's people that like you that don't like me, and there are a few guys. Oh, uh, I'm not, sure there's the other way around too. There might be a couple of guys, maybe a couple. I mean, I'm not that popular in my own household, but I will tell wow. you, there might be a couple individuals who have time for me that aren't the biggest fan. Mark, you worked in the, the Colorado Vegas series uh uh and and we're going to get on to a bigger topic here momentarily one that we've discussed before and i think something that's going to change but just your thoughts on how vegas turned that series were you surprised by that well i'm surprised that they would win four straight you know i mean who wouldn't be surprised the president trophy winners never lost four straight all season and all of a sudden they were up to nothing and pete DeBoer, who is the guy from dunville ontario said after the game he said i mean there wasn't a person in the hockey world who would have thought we're winning this thing in six when we were down to nothing. He didn't even mean it as any kind of a complaint or any insult. It was just a statement of fact. I mean, Colorado's up to nothing. You go, okay, I wonder who they're going to play in the third round. And now we're sitting here talking, what is it, you know, seven days later. And <laughs> Vegas has reeled off four in a row. And Colorado never figured it out. I don't think they ever got real close. I guess a little bit in game five, and they made all those mistakes. They're up 2 nothing after two. Yep. 
but that was a that was you know when when we look at the Oilers series, they lost Game Three, that four one lead they blew, they choked. That was an awful game for the Oilers. That was the series for them. Wow. Game Five was a series for Colorado. They got up two nothing. They were going to turn that series back in their favor, and they absolutely made a bunch of amateur mistakes that gave the game back to Vegas. And thus is why Vegas is a Final Four team, Bob. Three out of the last four years, and Colorado is out in the second round for the third straight season. Well, I know Fear the Finn fan out there is a San Jose Sharks fan. In fairness to Vegas, I mean, they got screwed in that series that they lost to San Jose because of a bad call as well. Speaking they got the, the Pavelski call, that's right. So completely changed the complexion of that series. Spec, look, it's got to be said. Uh, full marks to Vegas. They got a big, heavy, tough team. They got really good goaltending. The league protects the goalies. They got good. They got the better goaltending in the series with Mark and Andre Fleury. Yep. So, so here we go. He's, he's great. A, he's a great goalie. <laughs> yeah. But but last night, I, I won't say this was the case for every game. But last night they put the whistles away. Each team getting a penalty, and you saw McKinnon there were two or three times yep. he was getting worked over. I mean, they were water skiing off of Kale Bacar, who is unbelievable, yep. by the way. They were water how does, skiing. How does Mark Stone keep up with Nathan McKinnon, Bob? Right? Don't he tell hung- me it's all it's all his brain, right? Don't tell me because Mark Stone's such a smart player and he's such a good player and you know, I'm not saying he's he's awesome, man. I play for my team all day, every day. But he's he skates about, you know, seventy percent so as well how, as McKinnon. So Mark, how does you he keep me, up to him? How, you tell me how he keeps up with him. No, well, we watched it last night, right? He's all over him in the neutral zone. So let's let's cut past this to the let's cut to the chase, Bob. I'm I'm TNT. I'm ESPN. I'm walking into this thing. I just spent a ton of money. I signed a what they sign six or seven year deals or something like that. Uh, yep. They're in big time, big money, long term. Okay. Now they're looking at a league where is it? Is it seventeen out of the top eighteen salary earners are out of the playoffs? No. Now it's all eighteen. Now it's all eighteen. Okay. It's all eight. No prices in there. Okay. Sure. A goal. Well, I think it's seventeen out of eighteen. The, the one 18 position, nine. the one position okay. they go out of their way to protect. That's right. So let's say that. Let's. Here's a stat for you, Bob. Um, in the last three years, the Hart Trophy winners. The last La- four years. The last, last four, four years. years Hart Trophy winners. That's twelve different guys. Or some of them are the same. They got two playoff round one rounds one between them. Twelve guys, best guys in the league. They've won two rounds in four years. And the last, the last thing you got to look at is all these, you know, McKinnon's done, Matthews is done, McDavid is done. So I'm TNT. I want to know why, right? Why, why are I just buy a league where when the most eyeballs are on it and it's the most important time, all the best players are gone. What's happening here? Why is that? I, I well, want to know, Bob. Well, I we both know why. It's how they manage the games. And it's the and some will say no 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 it's about how teams manage the cap I'm like the cap isn't even fair because what Tampa Bay can do Edmonton can't do that's that's just the reality of the situation I mean Stephen Stamkos doesn't even go to market because there's no state tax in Tampa which gives right. the which gives the Lightning a significant advantage in terms of going up against guys and then they and then and, and then Vegas. And, and Vegas and Vegas and so there and and some people say, well, what about property taxes on housing and stuff? They're higher in those states as a result. I'm like, I don't care. There's no state Whatever. tax in a day, right? So they're they're 
but Mark, my my thing, the biggest thing, Edmonton did not lose the series because Connor McDavid never got a drew a power play. But no, you no. you just talked about Game Three, four one, and the Oilers did have a power play at four one and didn't kill it. They didn't put have the killer instinct and, and make it five one. But if there's one more call on a hook on McDavid or a hook on Drysaddle, maybe they do make it five one and make. So at certain, hey. how does the guy go two years, eight games in the playoffs? Right. He's the best player on the planet, the fastest guy in the league with the puck, and he can't get a penalty call. No, there's a. It's a deeper. To me, there's a deeper dive into this thing. Like, for instance, okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Why does Kucherov get a whole bunch of points every playoffs? Why does he roam? Because Tampa Bay and because because. Oh wait right? a sec! Wait! Whoa! 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 Mark. Okay. Whoa, Mark. Mark. Remember, he doesn't have a hard time scoring. He. Whoa! 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 You just. What was the stat you just quoted for the three finalists for the Hart Trophy? Yeah. Four well, years, he, 12 guys, two playoff rounds, he, one. He didn't even win a game the year Tampa Bay. The year Tampa Bay got swept in four straight by Columbus. That's one year. He's yeah. been pretty productive the last two years. He's a little bit older, and he's got a way deeper team. A way deeper team. And part of it is depth of the team. But part of it is what what happens come playoff time for those star players on teams that maybe lack, because they tend to be younger. Yeah. Right. Yeah, those now you're teams, getting to it. Those teams haven't built up their depth, but the yeah. stardom gets mitigated by the league's approach. Don't want to. Hey, don't, officials don't want to. I mean, you're you're agreeing last night. Colorado probably could have had a couple more power plays. You not agree? Well, there's no doubt. I, Nathan McKinnon should have drawn a couple of penalties that I saw. Should have. Let's call it two in the game that I don't think and they I got, did not draw. They were hooking McCarr. McCarr is like and McCarr McDavid. was getting slowed down at his own blue line all night long. Yes, Ma- yes. McCarr can yes. do stuff like McDavid can do, where he can hop inside of guys and beat guys. Yep. And the officials either they can't they can't pick that up, they can't process it, or they refuse to call. No, and I, I think, agree. And I think it's more the latter. I'm just saying. You know, no, and, and our, our old friend Cactus Jack, you can figure out who that is, and texts in, he goes, do you really think TNT? And ESPN paid all that money to sit there and continue to perpetuate the importance of third and fourth line players and third pairing NHL defensemen. Do you really think that's the case? Well, I'm not and, even, like, I think you, you, you can't, I think that generalizes, Bob. Vegas is a damn good team. they got a lot of good, good excellent players on that team. Petrangelo's not a slug. Stone's no, not a slug. No, they Marcus got some great players. Three player. They got great players. So they've found a way, right? They find a way because they've maybe they've got more depth. You know, maybe it's the team with the most good players. Like that. Clearly the order's issue is, is, is abject, Bob. You shut down 97 and 29, you shut down the order's end of book, Right. They don't have enough. That's the order's big. The re- order's biggest problem isn't the refs. The order's biggest problem is their own roster. So let's yeah, be clear on no, that. We're, no, we're, we're saying they're that. not deep enough yet to win. We're acknowledging that. Right. We're acknowledging that. But, but they didn't get any even calls. Even when for they two. are deep enough to win, the strategy's still going to be like, for instance, Colorado's a much deeper team, and we watched it. Hook and hold McKinnon and McCarr. Get those guys eliminated as much as you can, and now you got a really good chance to beat Colorado because now it's the Burakovskis that have to beat you, right? It's the Comfers. It's, the, you know, Ratnan. Landeskog, whose game I didn't love as times got tougher. Uh, I don't think he did. So, yeah, that's a problem. It's a problem, and they got to fix it.
All right, Mark, here you go. This text, actually, it is somebody has emailed the globalnews.ca account for this show. And this individual says, um, hey, Bob and Mark, I just don't get it. Everybody accepts that come playoffs, it's okay to have the NHL rulebook change. Does anybody care about the integrity of the sport? Yeah, it 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 was a it was a debate and splitting hairs about simple minutia calls. That's one thing, but you have four guys on the ice and two refs that blatantly look the other way. We are talking about the equivalent allowing a fastball down the middle not to be called because the umpire missed the call previously. Uh, not calling uh, goaltending in basketball because the game is so close, or right. not calling blatant pass interference in the Super Bowl because we're late in the fourth uh, right, uh, right, quarter, right. and the ref right. doesn't want to impact the the game that right. way. Right. All of the 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 emailer excellent examples, excellent the, the, examples. The emailer says all of these are asinine, but somehow for hockey we create arguments and excuse and non calls. Does it also does it also partially happen, Mark? Because we don't have a lot of stars, former star players, in management, in coaching, even as broadcasters. That there is a, and and look, these guys have earned their guys have earned their right to become really good. Like Louis DeBrusque is a guy that wants to see the stars play. Ray Ferraro is a former broadcaster that's excellent that wants to see the stars play. Mike Johnson is a, a former player that's a broadcast. But we have some other guys. Hey, if I'm playing against Connor McDavid, and the only way to deal with it is get away with as much as I can. That's what I got to do. Is is there? And, and that's on the broadcast. And then we have guys in key critical positions in the league. Colin Campbell, Chris King, you know, a, a third-pairing defenseman in Colin Campbell's case, a a third-slash-fourth-line uh, winger in Chris King's case. Yeah, I don't even George, know about, right? George Perrell, throw him in there. A fourth-line enforcer that, yeah. you know, has been, that position's basically been phased out of the league. Oh, they just have to play through it. That's just the way it, I, 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 you know, and I'm not saying that that's why Edmonton lost. But it's it's to me it's unconscionable at the end of the day that McDavid's played two playoff series in a row and has not drawn a penalty. How is that yeah, even? Well, to me that that what that is is the canary in the coal mine. That that stat right there tells me I don't have to lift a rock when I see that that stat. What I'm saying is that tells me. I got to lift a whole bunch of other rocks and find out why that is. Like that's the the tip of the mountain. That McDavid stat. It's so so ridiculous, ridiculous, so abjectly absurd that Connor McDavid goes eight games in the playoffs and doesn't draw a penalty. When we watched the eight games and we saw what the strategy was against them, so that tells me that yeah, this that that's like a a little puff of. That's like I always say this, Bob. It's like you see one cockroach on the floor. That means that there's a thousand of them somewhere else in your house, right? So that's a terrible statistic for the National Hockey League, and it does bear massive introspection as to how on earth, right, that could happen, for sure. Greatest deployment of the word cockroach of all time, Al Pacino and Scarface. Nobody can say it quite. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was used with a couple other oft-used uh, uh, terms that we can't use on this show. Mark, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch focus, and, and you might, you know, you know I like, you know I'm going to grind, and I'm going to dig, and I'm going to look for lots of different angles on things. Um, I have time for analytics. You know that. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was stunned at how assertive some of the analytics types were on Devin Shore. We're talking about a guy 
that's making 850k. That's that in a perfect world is going to be the Oilers' fourth line left wing, or potentially a 12th, 13th player, and maybe if you have an injury, a fourth line center. And people were upset that the Oilers re-signed. Like, don't you know his analytics? You're stupid. He only had a 30% goal share. You're an idiot. You know, I, and and you know, Mark, I can be an idiot all on my own. But I, I got to tell you, I might be one of the guys that's been most open to hearing the analytics argument. And it's an, I do think organizations have to look at it to effectively run. But I was a little bit taken aback. What about you? Oh, completely. I think what, I think where the argument and where all the yelling and screaming comes from, Bob, is the Edmonton Oilers' bottom six isn't good enough, and they went and re-signed the bottom six guy. So everyone freaked out. That what do you think? Your bottom six is good enough? If 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 a month and a half from now, they've re-signed their entire bottom six, then let's have the conversation. Ken Holland has to improve his bottom six. But right. you don't just throw the six or eight players who form that bottom six out the window and go get eight new ones. It doesn't work that way. You know, Devin Shore, great example, right? Very useful player, uh, in my opinion. He can move around from center to wing. That doesn't show up on your analytics chart. He starts a ton of defensive zone starts. He half the games, Bob, when Devin Shore's line is out, and remember who he's playing with here, right? You know, who's Devin Shore's wingers? They're going to be like Archibald. They're going to be Kara. He's going to play with Kara, maybe a center. They're going to be James Neal once in a while. He gets the bottom of the lineup on his line because that's what he is. So he goes out in the road, and what do you think the opposing coach does the minute Shore's line gets on the ice? They put McKinnon's line out. They put Pedersen's line out. They put Goodrow's line out. You know, so it's it's every team in the league has Devin Shore playing for. Sorry. <laughs> you know, you don't get 12 top six guys. So I'm just going to – I'll finish by saying, Bob, I'm absolutely like Devin Shore as a bottom six guy, as a, as a you know, 11th through 14th forward. I'm happy with that. If they go ahead and sign Chase on and Kara and, you know, don't do anything with Neil. And uh, they have Archibald, who we both like. If they sign their whole bottom six up again and just come back with the same group, it's not good enough. No one's saying it is. Signing one member of that bottom six, however, right, is not a yeah. bad signing at all. I'm quite happy with it if I'm not a fan. If they have McLeod at center between Archibald and Kara, that's about $3.2 million for a fourth line. Which is sure. what you're supposed to be spending for, because you don't want to overspend right. for that. Plus, I didn't mention that that Shore's making eight fifty, right? Say fifty. That's a hundred thousand over minimum. Uh, this know? text comes to, to us from Doug. He says, "Does the strength of the Oilers' power play play a factor in what officials call? Knowing that if they make a call in a playoff game, the Oilers have better chance to capitalize and sway a game. If it was fifteenth and not first, do you think that changes things?" I don't. I I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. But I do think that officials don't want to dictate the outcome of a game because of calls. Now it's interesting. We got the Euro that's just starting right now, and international soccer. The one thing that they see in international soccer, they young guys get calls. Fast fullbacks on the flanks, you know. Uh, there's a pretty good Canadian, by the way, that plays for Bayern Munich that flies down that left side, Alfonso Davies. He he would be the type of guy that would get calls. In international soccer, international officials don't favor veteran players, right? They don't because it's not, it's not league soccer. 
it's 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 uh, international soccer, and and what they found statistically is those guys drew the younger guys, the guys with the legs, the leg. So the the obvious calls they make, the only obvious call mark they make in the NHL is if you put the puck over the glass. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah, or high sticky in the face or something. Sure. Yeah. Uh, listen, I mean? it's it, I, it's a very difficult to extrapolate over different leagues and different sports. You know, soccer is a huge field where generally there's only two or three people in the in the scene of a crime when a penalty is committed, or maybe two people. Whereas hockey, lots of stuff's happening in a much smaller surface. Guys are crowded in. It, it's not the same thing. But I think we're all we've all had a pretty long look at this thing, Bob. And I think we see, you know, we see that there needs to be improvements. Hey, Mark, have a great weekend. We'll talk on Tuesday. All right, Bobby, thanks for having me. You bet. That is Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing is back on Fridays and Sundays at Century Mile. Limited spectator access right now. But you can always watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Post time is 6.15 p.m. We'll take a quick timeout. We're going to get to many of your texts when we return on Oilers Now. It is 125 in Edmonton. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Merged this year as a top pairing NHL defenseman. Excellent season for Darnell Nurse. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin is committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you're not using enough or payments or interest rates that are too high, or if you have a vehicle you want to sell, refinance, or trade in for something different, go visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny and the Gang at Brent Ridge Ford or call him one. 877-477-3673 or visit brentridge.com. It's 127. That gives us time to 90 seconds uh, to get into the Ashley Five Floors text line 780-496-0063. Brad says, so fine and dandy. It's fine and dandy that you guys in the press are talking about the lack of calls, but are the Board of Governors and Bettman having this conversation? That one comes to us from Trucker Brad. That is a fair comment, Trucker Brad. And I would suggest to you that... Uh, I have a feeling that there is going to be a conversation at some point. I just, I, I believe that's going to, and I think the partnership with the two uh, U.S. Uh, national uh, television partners is going to play a factor in that. Uh, Bob, analytics don't cover a lot of the intangibles. There's an old saying, stats are for losers. There is an old saying, stats for losers. It's about one thing. It's about getting the W. Uh, uh Unless you're Tampa Bay in the playoffs, uh, then you can sign 13 guys for as much as you want. There you go in terms of getting it, talking about cap space and that sort of thing. And Krusty Rusty, now that is quite the handle. Uh, Krusty Rusty says, surprise, the refing in the playoffs is crap. The refs have been hoarse, you know what, all year. Again, this stems from upper management and mixed messages. You can tell a game to game total inconsistency and confused players and coaches. The whistle blows and the players don't know who's getting a penalty. It's brutal. That one comes to us from Krusty Rusty. Cam Moon for Brent Ridge Ford coming up at 135 after a global News weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. It's 129 in Edmonton. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.